Hello Blazers, this is Jeff Odo. Over the next year or so, I'll share some of my philosophies on what I think it takes to build a business from scratch to $10 million in 10 years. So buckle up for this week's episode of Start Me Up. Hey everybody, this week we're going to talk about different types of competition and understanding the differences. One of the many things I love about this industry is it really is a very simple business. All right, now it's not easy, but it sure isn't complicated. One of the best examples of that is in regards to the types of people we compete against. In my experience, you really only have three types of competitors. Number one are the national companies. Number two are the big five. You know, they're the local companies and they're unique to every market. And then number three, universal to all of us, is the franchise companies like Janet King, Coverall, and Janpro. Now, sure, there are mom-and-pop businesses out there in each one of our markets. And they do some of the things that you're doing, but they're really not our competition because they can't service the same types of accounts that we excel at. So, that being said, let's look at some of the pros and cons of each competitor type so you know more about the players in your space and so you can talk more intelligently about each one of them. National companies. All right, those are the guys like ABM, ISS, Harvard Maintenance, maybe even OneSource. Oftentimes, these big, big companies, they're publicly traded. Well, clients choose these companies because they predominantly use in-house labor. They can offer all the services that we manage, plus probably a whole lot more. They have professional day and night managers. They can handle any and all remote offices. They have great references, great processes and are almost always the cheapest. Because of all those selling points, well, from the perspective of the client, man, it minimizes the fear of making a bad decision. And remember, our clients are motivated by either fear or passion. Those are the two things that drive most clients' decisions. And I'm going to go out on a limb and assume that they're not passionate about any of those companies or changing contractors. That means that they're motivated by fear and national companies are considered the safe bets. Good thing for us, the weaknesses of national companies are plenty, and they are ones that we can certainly capitalize on. When we're selling against national companies, we need to make sure that we focus on the following things. Number one, we always, always, always need to focus on you. People buy from people they like and trust, and whether you is the owner or the SE, I don't care, either way, you are selling yourself first and foremost. And no other company has you. And therefore, the number one reason why these companies should do business with Citywide is you. Number two, man, it always has to be vision and mission. We have a very unique talking points here, and they're truly better than any of the national companies. After you talk about those two, then we have a few more generic reasons that you should still know. Next one is you and your company are not so big that your clients are just a number. Your relationships with your clients are very personal and hands-on. Your clients have direct access to decision makers and business owners, all of which is rarely possible with the large national players. And your proactivity, accountability, and responsiveness versus national competitors who just don't have the same sense of urgency that you as local business owners are going to have. Oftentimes, these big companies have weaker salespeople 
And as we know, people buy from people they like and trust. All right, moving on to when it comes to the big five or maybe what we would call the local regional competitors. They too predominantly use in-house labor. They too can offer many of the services we manage. They have professional day and night managers. They have great references, good processes, and better sales force than the rest of the players in town because they are long-term entrenched successful business owners. Personally, from my experience, I perceive the big five, the local players, to be the toughest competitors because the owners are typically involved in the business and they have relationships with a lot of the players in the community. And let's not forget, the reason why they are one of the top five biggest players in your market is because they're darn good at what they do. Their weaknesses, however, are not as obvious as national companies because I don't know who your top five are. But what I do know, it's probably going to be pretty much the same as what we have seen. In fact, we've never seen a market that is truly unique. Your big five is telling the same story as the big five here in Kansas City, as well as the citywide city next to you on both sides. Well, the reason why clients choose you over the big five is predominantly the same reasons as above. They choose citywide because of you and or your salesperson and or your story. Remember, our story is much different than anyone else's, and the competition is almost always selling on me to stuff because they are actually doing the work themselves. All they can do is claim to clean better, faster, cheaper, have better equipment, green cleaning, day and night managers, you name it. All the me too stuff. But our story is unique. We are the only company that represents the client. The big five and the national companies, heck, they all represent themselves. Whereas we represent the client. And remember, we were one of those companies for 30 years until we found a better way. All right, last but not least are the franchise concepts that actually do have a good story to tell. They are specialists, meaning that they only offer janitorial services, whereas the rest of our competition are typically generalists. But that's secondary to the primary story they tell. The primary story they tell is the fact that they have business owners in their building rather than those terrible, horrible, entry-level hourly employees. They tell the story by having business owners in the account who recruit friends and family. They're going to have less turnover, less theft, and less inconsistency. Sound familiar? Well, it should. But their weaknesses, however, is that they are just a cleaning company. And people don't have the time to deal with 20 different salespeople and invoices and all of the other things that go along with managing all those different vendors and would prefer to consolidate them as much as possible. And janitorial, wow, what an easy service to consolidate to someone like you. These franchise companies have two other big challenges to overcome. One is their contract, which is very difficult to get out of for the client. And two is they are in business of selling sub-franchises, which oftentimes creates a conflict of interest between the franchisee and the franchisor. It's the reason why franchise cleaning companies have so many lawsuits and why they oftentimes have terrible reputations. While the franchisor wants to keep clients long-term, just as anyone else, they are in the business of selling those accounts, the client's accounts, the people's accounts that they're serving, they're in the business of selling them over and over again. You see, that's how franchise companies make money in this industry. They don't have the gross margin numbers like we do, 
which means the way that they are going to make money is that they need to sell that account to a sub-franchisee. And then once it's paid off, well, guess what? Customer's unhappy and they sell it again. That, of course, ultimately causes terrible problems for the end user and frustrated franchisees. Okay, that's pretty much the competition, what I wanted to talk about. But I want to move into an individual sales technique. Even though this isn't about individual sales techniques, I want to talk about one thing and I want to remind you specifically. When it does come to closing the account and you're sitting across the table and your customer knows your UVP, and you've communicated all the talking points above, you have one last way to take control and maximize your chances for success. Assuming we're the last percent, which of course is always going to be our goal, every sales exec always needs to ask the power question, which is, quote, out of all the other vendors you have looked at so far, who do you like the most and why, end quote. Folks, this one question alone eliminates all of your competition. It gets it down to one person. It's absolutely amazing how one question has eliminated everyone else. And now, not only do you know who they like, you know why they like them. And once I know who the competition is, I have a story. You have a story that you can tell them about the accounts that we have taken from that company, the company that they are considering. And the great part about it is you can ask the prospect to say, hey, call that competition and ask them to share some of the stories, some of the accounts that they've taken from us. Chances are they don't have anywhere near as many accounts, if any, that they've taken from you. But we certainly have accounts that we've taken from them. All right. Anyway, one last thing I want to cover before I wrap this up is the pros and cons of in-house competitors. When selling to these types of buyers, you have two choices. Convince them why that's not always necessarily true, or you can agree with them. And that's when you enforce the fact that we too do not allow subcontracting because we share the same concerns mentioned above. That's why the companies we work with are strictly prohibited from subcontracting their work. Folks, this is a must have conversation with these types of clients, and heck, who knows, maybe all clients. Because it eliminates an objection before it has been presented, and it allows you to reinforce your messaging of sitting on the same side of the table as the client, representing them and managing contractors on their behalf so we can save them time and solve their problems. If they can truly see you on their team, on their side of the table, your chances are much, much greater than any of your competition. Thanks for listening to Start Me Up. I hope that you'll talk to your team about what you learned today and implement something specific between this week and next. This will allow you to keep building on the foundation for a successful citywide business. Rip along, my friends.